Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Why don't you apply for a new radio job? I don't think you understand what happened to the business. I make more money doing this and putting out my podcast than I would make in radio these days. No. When Imus was retiring, Not true. WABC wanted to hire me, and they wanted to pay me $100,000 a year. They said, that's all we have. Now, you might think to yourself, wow, 100000 a year would be a, a sweet living. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing the money. But the problem is 100000 wait for it. My agent got at least 10%. So now we're down to 90,000. So out of the 90 that I had left, I probably would have had a, I had a, at least give up 40 of that for my guys at least. So now I'm doing a, I'm taking over for Imus in a pressure cooker of a situation. And I'm making uh, about $50,000 a year for taxes. (laughs) That's what happened to the business. And so I said no. And then the guy, came to me six months later after I think he hired uh, Bernie and Sid to do mornings. <clears throat> but I was the first choice. That is the truth. Sure. That is the truth. Right. And maybe they ended up paying them more. I have no idea. Oh, I, a lot I, more. I, I could just yeah. speak for No, a lot more. My yeah, wake up, dummy. God, is he stupid. Opie. Oh, I was the first choice. If they offered you $100,000, you were never the first choice, dummy. What morning show host in New York makes $100,000? Board ops make that. Producers. That wasn't a real offer, you dump. This guy's made millions and millions of dollars. He's had a much bigger career than I've had. And he's stupid. Of course, they know, that wasn't a real offer. And, of course, he made more, a lot more, me and Bernie. God, is he stupid. Anyway, he's half of the legendary combination. Not the better half, of course. With uh, Anthony, Cormier, Opie and Anthony. And my first radio job ever in New York Back in 2000, 23 years ago, Scott Kaplan and I came to New York and hosted mornings on WNEW when that station was kicking ass. Leslie Gold, the radio chick, and Ron and Fez, one of those guys is dead. Don and Mike, I think Don just got suspended. And, of course, uh, the big guy was uh, Opie and Anthony. That was the big show. And they were great. Anthony did, um, at one point, wish that I had OD'd and died in a hotel room. We've been over that before. That was unfortunate. But I think I've actually forgiven him at this point. He is a tremendous talent. He's got a great show of his own weekday afternoons. Here he is, back again after a two-year hiatus, the great Anthony Cumia. Oh, my God, Sid. What's up, man? <laughs> Did you ever hear that nonsense that, that Opie put I, yes. out there? Yes, I did. Uh, I couldn't believe because I got the first offer. For twenty dollars a show. That's what it was. And I did accept it, but someone said that the they did it for ten dollars. So I, I you outbid me. 
God. I mean, I heard that. I mean, you guys, there was a point when you were doing the show at WNEW at CBS, and I'm sure Sirius XM, too. I'm not counting your money, but you're in the millions. How could he be dumb enough to think that it was a legitimate offer at $100,000 to replace Imus on a legendary station like this? How could he think that? I swear, I, I, he, he's a compulsive liar. I just got to say it. He just can't, <laughs> can't tell the truth. That is insane, first of all. Uh, they would probably have just put a dead Imus behind the mic <laughs> before they would have <laughs> dead Imus, Imus with Morning Show. Uh, they would have put him there before they put um, Opie there. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. By the way, I, I think I actually worked with dead Imus the last five years of his career. Oh, dead dead oh. Imus. Sid, Sid is going to be on uh, later uh, this morning. On the dead Imus in the morning program. You know, I was told, that's brilliant, by the way. That's one of uh, the very, very many impressions that Anthony does. He's a genius. I was talking earlier with Curtis about uh, partners gone wrong because uh, Bernard, of course, tragically passed away last year. And, and uh, thank God to the yeah. very day he died, he and I remained brothers. We never, ever, ever had a bad day. We disagreed plenty more than the people out yeah, there even yeah. know. You know that. Um, but we loved each other. But I went over Mike and the Mad Dog and Curtis and Kubi and, and you and Anthony. Oh, so I God. guess you guys yeah. you guys never mended those fences. Huh? You and Opie, I should say. Yeah. You never mended those yeah, fences? Yeah. It's one. No, never. I mean, we still, uh, there's an animosity there. There's resentment. There's. All the things you get in a marriage uh, that we had as, uh, you know, supposedly two men, uh, they shouldn't act like that. And I've seen it over the years. Yeah, I've seen a lot of radio guys that just uh, they completely uh, uh, are at each other's throats. And uh, the weird thing is all the people you mentioned were making bank, just making all kinds of money and for some reason cannot get along. Just can't get along. What do you think it was? I, look, I know that with you guys, everybody said the same thing. Opie was nothing more than a traffic cop. He was good at it, but he was a traffic yeah. cop. The real talent was Anthony. Anthony was funny, did the impressions. <laughs> Anthony was smarter. The real talent was Anthony. So do you think that despite as a team making millions, at the end of the day he resented you because you were considered the real talent? Yeah, I think, you know, when me and Jim Norton, the comic, you know, Jim, uh, who uh, yep. was on the show also, me and Jimmy started really being the, the voice of the show. And uh, I think Opie resented that and hated that fact uh, that we were kind of getting that recognition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that was uh, that. Was that. Uh, well, I want to wrap up the conversation that, with this. Wrap it, wrap it up with this. For people that, that give uh, Opie a hard time and say, again, he, he wasn't the real talent. Uh, in your opinion, was Opie, as a teammate of yours, was he talented or not? Yeah, I think in what he did, uh, he was navigating uh, the show and whatnot. But uh, that's not the guy on the show that uh, shines, you know. Behind the scenes, you're doing stuff. But it's not the guy that shines. And then if you can't take that and end up presenting the people that are shining on the show – uh, that's your problem, you know? Well said, Anthony Cumia, the man, Anthony, who I got to tell you, I miss you. The audience missed you. I think the last time you were on, Bernard was still alive. It may have been the old Madison Square Garden uh, address. Yeah. Much, yeah, you haven't been here yet to the to the new address. And the last time you were on, Anthony, 
uh, besides your uh, your tough football days and your rough trips to Atlantic City, you uh, you professed your love just about every week for President Donald Trump. And Anthony, yes. here we go again, dude. I am. I cannot believe that there are still people in this country that think this indictment nonsense is legitimate. They said it. They said it years ago. We are going to do whatever it takes to keep this guy out of office. We are going to do whatever it takes to keep him from running for president again. He will never be in the White House again. And now they're still – and some people act on the up and up. I mean, obviously, it's another one of these uh, uh, corrupt scams that the uh, Democrats are running to prevent – uh, a, a guy that isn't in their club from being in office. It, it, they admitted it, and pe- people still can't see it, Sid. I agree, and you're right when you say they actually did say. I mean, years ago, yeah. even a page and stroke at the FBI came out and said, we've got an insurance policy to make sure this guy yeah. doesn't win. You remember that? Yeah. They said Biden, his puppet masters, all of them have said, we will do what it takes. He will never be in the White House again. And they come up with all this garbage. While, by the way, everyone else is uh, just uh, uh, covered in corruption <laughs> and garbage. I, I mean, they, they don't want you looking at that. They don't want us looking at the fact that Hunter and Joe were involved in so much corruption and, and selling uh, Joe's uh, office to China and Ukraine uh, and Russia over the years, and, and they don't want us looking at that. So, you know, their shiny spinning pinwheel is Donald Trump. Look over here. Look, isn't this amazing? They can't pile enough garbage on this guy. And, you know, to, to Donald Trump's credit, uh, he's taking it, and he's rolling with these punches, and it will be the biggest travesty of justice if this all does go down and god forbid this guy ends up uh, in prison because of this you know i'm just in the evolution of anthony cumia i used to work with a guy you know him very well anthony joe beningo at wfan and all he cared about oh, yeah. you know joe all he cared about was the mets and the jets and the knicks mm-hmm. and then donald trump came down the escalator in 2016 and now yeah. Beningo comes on this show and talks more about Donald Trump than sports. I swear to God. But it only started with Trump. Beningo is going to be 70 years old. It started with Jeez. Trump. When I worked with you, you were dousing young women with bodily fluids and 55-gallon drums. <laughs> when did you become this political analyst? What happened? <laughs> it's become so, like, you're right. Uh, uh you know, the shock jock, you know, we were the shock jock and uh, it was fun. It was crazy. It was a, a wonderful time to be a shock jock. Uh, but so many things kind of transcended that where your actual life is is uh, involved where, where politics are concerned. And um, you so blatantly see what these people are trying to do to this country. And, you know, we've been through it before with uh, presidents and, and uh, political leaders and, and, and you just go, all right, well, it's not really affecting me. I'll, 
maybe he'll be voted out next term or something. But this is so it affects everybody. And it's literally changing our country uh, into something that is unrecognizable anymore. And at some point, you've got to start speaking up. If you do have any type of uh, audience or uh, uh, people that listen to you, uh, you can't not talk about it. And yeah, Donald Trump brought all that to the surface with a lot of people. I mean, he really exposed uh, that proverbial swamp for what it is. And, and, you know, anybody with any common sense had to had to uh, talk about it. This is the great Anthony Cumia from uh, Opie and Anthony, uh, and, of course, uh, big uh, Donald Trump guy. So you mentioned that you were shock jocks, and you were, and, you know, the sex for Sam thing obviously was the end yeah. on terrestrial radio, but you still did very, very well on satellite for a while. But when you were kicking ass at NEW, the guy that really paid attention was Howard Stern. He used to call him Howard. Yeah. I love that. And if you had if you had a rivalry with Stern back then, which you did to your credit, you guys were big enough to actually garner that rivalry. How about now? You love Donald oh Trump. God. He hates him. It's amazing that this guy he has grown into uh something that he wouldn't even recognize back in the old days. He he would have hated himself <laughs> in the old days. This guy, you know, again, he was a shock jock. That's uh, the category he fell into. But these days, the the Hollywood ass-kissing that goes on, the people he lambasted, you're just seeing them on his show now, and he's, you know, kissing ass. It, it, it's, it's pathetic. And the fact that he looks at someone like Trump as a, a problem and a danger and uh, just shows he's part of the machine. He's part of the, uh, you know, the entertainment industry, which includes the supposed news, uh, Hollywood, Madison Avenue, all of the, the propaganda wings of uh, the left. And uh, he's unrecognizable uh, as what he used to yeah, be, which was, you know, fun, entertaining, uh, irreverent. Now you just uh, he's uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, he's, he still does a good interview, but you're right. He has uh, those aspects are tough. I still I still enjoy him every now and then, but I do shut yeah. him off. I do shut him off. You know, you, you talk about Hollywood and all that, Anthony. So I'm not sure if you know this, but I uh, have uh, dipped my big toe into the pool. Yeah. I'm in a show called Graves End, which is currently number two behind Yellowstone on Amazon Prime. Season two, nine episodes. I'm in five of them, and I've got some great reviews. And uh, and now I've got my first movie coming out this Friday night in Brooklyn. We'll be going to see it, and it's called Inside Man, the true story about the Gemini Lounge at Ma Bar back in Brooklyn in yep. the 70s. But, Anthony, I don't know if you know this, but most of the scenes I shot down in uh, in Florida for the show Gravesend were with Andrew Dice Clay. And oh. Dice and I would spend days together, three days together, my very first scene ever. He taught me what to do. And every time he talked... All I thought about was, oh, my God, Anthony. (laughs) And so in one scene, we're sitting in a Lincoln Continental, and I got to pull up to a tennis court, and eventually Dice roughs up this center on the tennis court. So we're sitting in the car. You know how movies and TV work. You sit more than you Uh work. We're in the car for a half hour. And I said, Dice, I got to tell you, you know, I used to work with Opie and Anthony, and he went on. I swear to you, Anthony, for like 10 minutes 
about how much he loves you. Then he didn't like you. Then he loves you. He didn't like it. I said, Dice. <laughs> what? So where are uh, you and Dice these days? Oh, best friends. I, best I friends. love him. He, we call each other, and I, I end up on the phone with him. If he calls you, you will not get off the phone for three hours. He will not allow you to leave. It, and it's everything. He's like, you're trying to leave the, the call. You're like, guys, I, I got to run. Oh, one, one more thing. Uh, what, what's your favorite color? It's like, I, I'm a red guy. I like red. And you're like, what? I got to go, guys. No, one, one more uh, medium or well done. What do what you like? And I'm like, shut up. I got to go. He will not let you oh, go. God. He will talk oh. incessantly. Oh, God. But I love it. That must have been great. Oh, acting. it was great. And I got to tell you. guy is a really good actor. He's a great actor. He almost won the Academy Award and the Star is Born. And I swear to you, Anthony, he was so nice to me, so sweet to me. I saw him again a couple of weeks ago at the Red Carpet premiere here in, uh, in, in Queens about a month ago. I love him. I love him. So when you do He's talk great. to him, tell him I love him, okay? Absolutely, uh, Sid. And I'm so looking forward to, uh, to seeing you in this movie. And it's a real movie. This isn't something where it's just, you know, some indie thing. This is a real <laughs> movie. It's, it's a real movie. Lucy Hale's in it. She's got 26 million followers. Emile Hirsch. Yeah. Danny A. I mean, this is a very, very big deal. Yes, real movie. Uh, Davi's in it. Right? Yes, yes, Robert Davi. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Robert Davi's in it. Uh, uh, I'm psyched. I'm psyched to see this, man. Well, thank you. And one of these days, I'd love. To, I know you're on the west side where you do your show. We're on the east side now on 49th and Third. But I would love it if you can uh, find your way here, maybe once a month or twice a month, just to see you because I do miss you. And uh, this segment just Absolutely. now really, really reminded me of just how great you are, Anthony. You really oh. are great. I did miss you. Got COVID, threw a monkey wrench into that whole thing. Yeah, we were smooth. We were smooth sailing, and uh, yeah. Then it became, oh no, you can't, uh, you can't go here. You can't go there. Another, another big load of garbage that they uh, were on. No uh, doubt, that was one of the biggest scams in the country's history. So, oh. on the way out, Anthony, for folks that want to watch you every day, which they should, you're brilliant. How do they do that? Uh, CompoundMedia.com and. Uh, we're on there uh, 4 a.m. Uh, 4 a.m. What am I talking about? <laughs> 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, Monday through Thursday. And we got a bunch of other shows uh, during the day on there. I, I whipped that up um, about 10 years ago when I got the boot from Sirius XM. And uh, we've been doing that about 10 years now, man. Wow, 10 Crazy. years already. Wow, good for you. It's, yeah. a great, it's a great place. CompoundMedia.com, 4 to 6, every afternoon. The great Anthony Cumia. Anthony, great to catch up. Let's do it again next week if you would. I love you. Thank you, pal. Absolutely. Love you, Sid. You Make too. It easy, bro. <laughs> My man, Anthony Cumia, right here on Sid and Friends in the morning. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.